Um, so, I'm Mia. I'm It's Angelo. And we're doing chapter 10 through 14. Of Atonement. Very yes. exciting stuff. Super yes. exciting. Okay, let's get down to business. Chapter 10. Okay, so the first question I have is why does Brioni gain satisfaction and confidence after Lola comes to her crying as she is hurt both physically and emotionally? Okay, wait, could you repeat that? I was zoned out. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, why does Brioni gain satisfaction and confidence after Lola comes to her crying as she is hurt both physically and emotionally? Oh, okay. I got an answer for this one. I think it's because... Remember how in the like the earlier chapters where Bryony felt lower than Lola because of like her age, and then Lola kind of took over the play and just like Bryony felt like yeah. she couldn't she couldn't have like she couldn't do anything about it, so she feels as if Lola like she's older than her she's coming to Bryony and which makes her feels like which makes her feel like an adult in some way or like feel like. She she's important in some way. Yeah. Because you know how she's always looking for like something important to happen to her or something exciting. Right. And I the, feel like. Right. I feel like I feel like she could have went to anybody else, but she went to Bryony, so she Bryony understands that and is grateful. So she's gonna give uh, her full attention to Lola Iris and listen. And I also think it comes down to like the simple point that Bryony kind of dislikes Lola, so she likes to see her at a low point. Yeah, yeah like she low, doesn't want good yeah, things. because she doesn't like her. So. so yeah, okay. Next question. When Brioni walks in on Celia and Robbie in the library and thinks she's helping her sister by like breaking them up, but she clearly isn't, why do you think that she doesn't like catch a hint and not continue to say false things about Robbie? I think it's because the age she's at, she really doesn't know what is happening at that part of the story because it's pretty, it's pretty deep stuff that happened in the library. So like, I feel like she, because like from the letter, she thinks that it's like very threatening to what was happening between Cecilia and Robbie. So like as soon as like she walked in the library and see them like together, that's like automatically she thinks of, oh, something bad's happening. And then like with the reaction of Cecilia, I feel like she just puts that aside thinking that like it's not up to Bryony to help out, but Bryony thinks it's fully up to her to help out her sister, even though she's really messing up almost everything. Uh, yeah, I feel like Bryony's like really observant about a lot of things, like how she saw Cecilia and Robbie at the fountain. Um, and later in the book, she's a little look at attack, so I think she's just observant and uh, curious about these type of things. Yeah, I really, it really makes her like oblivious to what's really going on just because of like how she looks at everything a certain way it's very odd the way she thinks of things yeah she's kind of a psycho on the low yeah uh, all right Uh, why did why did the twins assault Lola so bad? 
like when the, when oh, the twins assaulted her. I've never her. thought of that. Oh, okay. Well, actually... Wait, I thought it wasn't yeah. them who assaulted her. No, no, it was. It was Paul Marshall, I thought. Well, it no, was it, earlier. It was earlier. Remember when Lola had bruises? Yeah, yeah, okay. So, I think it's... I think, like, from the book, it was, like... That the, the twins said they wanted to go home. But then, uh... Lola told them that they couldn't. So, I feel like the twins, um blame her for them not being able to go home because that's what they, they really want to go home so I think it's like them finding something fun to do hurting your older sister I guess is something fun to do for them wait I don't think that that's why I don't think the cuts were from them no it is it is from them from the twins no I think that's you're just supposed to like read further into that no, no. it's Paul Marshall no, Paul Marshall was the one that stopped it he was the one that stopped it right. no he's a bad guy that's why we were all like weird yeah, he's the, right, yeah, he, is, he stopped it. he stops like the, he's, he's the one that witnessed it but and then like pretend and then stops it that, okay. that comes up in chapter 14 <laughs> okay well so yeah Okay. Uh, Angelo's answer. <laughs> um, the next question I had uh, were why why did the twins run away? Uh, because it was like there was no like spotlight on them at the time. Like they were just like. Maybe just wanted to go home. Yeah, like and they were like all everyone else was focused on like whatever like dinner that night. And, and as then, soon like, as soon as the. The situation of them not being able to tell secrets, they were just done with being limited to certain yeah, things they, they could do. They're, yeah, they were over the whole being away from home thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, Is that chapter 13? Uh, yeah. All right. Chapter 13, I said, in chapter 13, why does Bryony always bring up certain situations and, and give us her opinion or feelings on it? For example, when she sees her mother through the window and then starts to think about what her life would be like if her mother would die. Like, is this normal for people to just see something and then give in like a situation, like a situation like that? No, you can go. Okay. Uh, I I think I think it could be just because a lot usually people assume the worst about everything, so uh, they're obviously gonna think of the worst possible situation. So I just feel like I just feel like um, people people do that, and uh, yeah. Um, I feel like that's definitely not normal. So she was like. <laughs> I want my, like, she basically wanted her mom to die, like, she was like, oh, like, I wonder what's gonna happen, like, when she dies, like, she was, like, hoping for it, like, she was looking forward to it, not like, oh, like, I'm gonna be so sad when she dies, like, she was, like, waiting for the moment, and, like, she's kind of insane, so, I don't know. I know, it was kind of weird, she's kind of just, like, Yeah, she kind of has that. issues, like, yeah. with everyone, like, she needs to just, like, freaking just chill Take her life. Chill, yeah. Okay, chapter 14. In chapter 14, how does Bryony still feel as if she is trying to protect her sister even though she can she can clearly see that Cecilia is upset with the actions Bryony has already committed? Um, I think she just wants to be in control, like, no matter what she's even seeing or, like, if people are happy around her, like, with what they're doing, she just wants to, like, make it seem bad. 
and like she just wants to mess everything up so she can have something to talk about because when things are good it's like normal and she's not gonna have any yeah she's not gonna have a story to tell about it so she needs like to stir it up yeah i just feel like she wants to be the center of attention uh, and i feel like she likes to cause problems between the family i feel like that's where she gets her like meaning i guess that's all she's good for yeah. She is kind of a control freak, and she does always bring up herself as like unimportant. And she's like 13, like you're irrelevant, like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why people even listen to her in the first place. I know, it's crazy how much of an impact she has on certain people yeah. in the story. Like, her actions have like, is what got everybody to where they are today. Yeah, and like there's like no parenting, like if that, I would be like, Bro, like literally, don't go speak. to your room. Yeah. I just feel like I feel like it's weird that we see this story through her eyes instead of somebody else's. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the beauty of the book, you know. Thirteen-year-old girl that thinks she knows a lot, but probably doesn't. Okay. So thank you for listening to our podcast. Hope you enjoyed. Thank you. We're-